Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. You guys know Sierra got married last year. It's a lot of work. Oh boy, was it. It's a lot to do. And one thing that really helped her figure out what to do first, where to access certain resources, how to get people to know where they were supposed to go for a wedding, Zola. With Zola, you can discover venues and find vendors easily. You can message and book vendors right on their website. And truly, when I say that that was the first part that we had to do and also one of the most intimidating and hardest, it's so nice to just have them all listed right there and be able to talk to them right there and then. They also have free planning tools, which is really helpful because you don't know what you don't know. And if when you go to Zola... You have a guest list manager, wedding website templates, a budgeting tool because dang, can a wedding get out of hand real quick? Mm-hmm. It could all eliminate so much stress and you'll save so much time all because it's like a one-stop shop. That's so true. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. Hey guys, I'm Jerry. I'm Sierra. We're ladies, and we tangent. What's up? If we just did like the word dance thing, we're like, you go no, oh, no, me, oh, oh, you, let me scoot back. Excuse me. Um, welcome back to another week of we want to make it absolutely clear where we stand politically. <laughs> if you guys are sick of it. We're not sorry anymore, so <laughs> we're not. Um, we are really, for a very long time, we had certain things on our list of stuff to talk about, and we were like, oh, we don't really want to know if we want to touch on that subject, because right. it's, Ugh. and we weren't trying to weed people out, like, so early, yeah. but now we're like, chop, chop, <laughs> goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> um. So... And also, I feel like we shouldn't have to, it, There, nobody should be weeded, weeded, <laughs> weeded out from like, you know, somebody advocating for basic human rights, yeah. but it's, this is America, so yeah. <laughs> you never know. This is America, and now everything, uh, everything is political, apparently. I and, guess. Oh my God, but, we had a pandemic and we made it political. How? It's almost impressive. It is kind of impressive. If there was like an Olympic event <laughs> for like, how can you make things so political? America would be like, hold my mask. <laughs> Gold medal winners <laughs> forever. Oh um, my God. Yesterday was, I think, the anniversary of Stonewall. Yeah. The 28th, right? Yes. 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 So we are going to be talking about pride because... I don't know if anyone else who is being vocal about um, the Black Lives Matter movement 
and police brutality. I don't know if anyone else is having people slide into their DMs thinking they're going to educate them, but Sierra and I have. Yeah. None of you, of course. Yeah. But, you know, boomers. <laughs> people. <laughs> Who don't listen anyway, so no, it's fine. So we don't care. <laughs> but... They've been sliding into our DMs trying to uh, educate us, air quotes, which is hysterical to me. Because that's all I do. With just like news articles, that's like, that's not education. No. That's completely biased news articles, too. That's like- barely current events. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, but no thank you. Um, do you know how many times I had to cite my sources in school? I don't. That is not well, a credible. Is, yeah, we learned this day freaking two. Okay. Yeah, you in elementary school. <laughs> You're failing this. Um, Which back then, actually, I would like to say that Wikipedia wasn't a good source. And it freaking In elementary is now. school? Yeah. We used books then. Well, no, no. I'm talking about like in high school, middle school. Remember they say, were like, Wikipedia is a no-go. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. now, dude, Wikipedia is so Well, they cited. cite their sources. Yes. Yeah. But I was going to say back in elementary school, you and I fought over what president to report on did we want taft we both wanted taft and (laughs) i got him (laughs) i know and i got fdr which i'm not mad about yeah he wasn't bad i want to know now if uh taft was problematic the only reason sierra and i fought over him (laughs) everyone's probably like why (laughs) why william howard taft let me tell you we don't talk about except for the whole bathtub fiasco (laughs) (laughs) three times he got stuck um because he was married to helen heron and we're like our last name's heron how cool yeah um, I don't know. Maybe it's not cool. If he was a bad guy, That's so sorry. FDR was my favorite freaking president. I watched Pearl Harbor once and I was like sold on him. In <laughs> elementary school? <laughs> yeah, it was weird. <laughs> there was a lot of things I shouldn't have watched. <laughs> it's fine. I was really into the love story, which again, problematic <laughs> as a child. Yeah. I was like, she's pregnant, but she doesn't know whose baby it is. <laughs> I love this. I must find out. And we say that I'm, as if we didn't watch the Twin Towers fall in school. I was <laughs> just going to say, I spent almost every afternoon watching Stefano. Right. On like, Days of Our Lives, yeah. Destroy the World. So Exactly. I can't, even, I can't say shit about that storyline. No, but the whole reason I'm bringing this up yeah. is because um, police brutality is not a new thing. Something that uh, we've had in our DMs, and I don't mean just Sierra and I, like my husband's been getting it too. Um I feel like all of us have. (laughs) Yeah. Is that like, oh, I, you know, I don't understand why they have to do it this way. Well, because (laughs) this is not new. No. And for years and years and years and years, people have been asking for change and they've been met with, no, 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 you be quiet. Okay. We'll get to you later. And nothing has changed. So the whole like, oh, you know, if only they would, they have been. Yep. Stonewall was a riot. Yep. For and, days. Right. And it was, I think, why they started Pride? Yeah, um, well, they had been protesting. They were a lot. I just researched this a little bit so yeah. that we could talk about it. Um, we were going to do this at one point for, like, the true crime. But then, you know, there's so much. I think one day maybe we will get into it. Oh, because for it's, sure. It's another thing that, again, I didn't know happened until this freaking year. And I'm like, this is so huge. Why don't I know about this? Yeah. But, um it was they, June 28th, 1969. Yes. And they w- had been allowed four years before that, but they were given like one day a year. It was called their annual like protest day. They would go to Washington, D.C. and they would like, but the men had to dress in suits for real to protest. And when people are like, why can't you just protest peacefully? Um, 
they were and yeah. nothing was being done. The women had to dress in blouses or dresses um, and they were not allowed to touch church? each other. <laughs> right. And they weren't allowed any physical affection on the grounds yeah. whatsoever, which I think is ridiculous. So they were like, here, you can protest. We're going to show you where and when. And then you have to do it the way that we do it. And finally, and there's a dress code. <laughs> and guess what? No change was made. They kept yeah. doing it and they kept doing it and they kept doing it. And then finally, unfortunately, they had to do the riots happened. And then guess what, though? change happened yeah they were protesting police brutality i don't know if we said that yeah but that's that's the whole reason i brought up like that this isn't new in 1969 and even before that people were protesting police brutality but in 1969 specifically uh stonewall um marsha p johnson a black trans woman led uh, this riot, yeah. this protest. And this that was another thing. I mean, I know that we know that police brutality has been happening within the black community, but especially in the 60s and 50s, it was happening a lot to the LGBTQ community as well. Right. So we were looking at... You know what, guys? 2020 <laughs> has been... <laughs> Like a tornado a it's bit. It's very eye-opening. I have... <laughs> but it's all happening very quickly. Yeah. And at once. Um, and so whenever we were looking at the, the calendar, I was like, oh my gosh, this is the last Tuesday in June. Mm-hmm. And we haven't talked about Pride at all. Yeah. June is Pride Month. And uh, I would also like to mention that the LGBTQ community has kind of taken a backseat. Yeah, which I think is amazing. Yeah. Like, they have been, and they've fully been like, this was our month, but we we also recognize what's important and what's happening right now, and we are fully backing you and behind you. Well, because there's also black people in, they, yeah. they're in both communities. Yeah. Did you see, um, oh my gosh, now I forget her name, but she's um, black, lesbian, trans woman, um and she was cox do you she's on the billboard in i don't know in new york well she was just put on the billboard for like vogue i think maybe oh i will gotta be laverne cox was she on orange is a new black no it wasn't her oh okay i (laughs) will show you i know who you're talking about that but i will show you um a video that i but it was the most um, i got so emotional i've been so emotional you guys like all month but i'll have to show you the video but she's it's very exciting because obviously she meets like so many right checks a lot of boxes (laughs) like so it's very awesome that she's now being represented huge on a billboard it's very cool so um whenever i was again fighting with boomers about this (laughs) (laughs) they i had someone bring up the fact that we haven't talked about um, the LGBTQ community, that we mm-hmm. haven't talked about other minorities, other um, people of color, other people who are experiencing injustice. And the way Not I, on here, but I feel like oh, people yeah. aren't listening to me because I have been doing this for years. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so. I, but the thing that... The reason I'm also highlighting, or we're highlighting the fact that the LGBTQ community has taken a step back is because they recognize, and sorry if I'm speaking out of turn, but I feel like I can say this, is that they recognize that progress for one group is progress for all minority groups. Right. Yeah. Because it's a step in the right direction. I agree. I just read something today that was like, if oppression is allowed to exist in any society in any form... Mm -hmm it will affect you at some point. Yeah. So the fight for Black Lives Matter is a fight for the LGBTQ community, is a fight for Latino. 
I think it's Latinx. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> it's it's inclusive to Latinas and Latinos. Yeah. If I'm saying that wrong, I apologize. The Hispanic community. We're still community. learning. Yeah, we I'm are learning very much so quickly, and <laughs> yeah. it's a lot of information all at once. Yeah, and we're trying to be as politically correct as we can. Um, yeah, but the way I explained it is like, yeah, right now it looks like everyone's just focusing on one community. Yeah, but even like the Native American and Indigenous people right. are backing it because they right. know what's going on, and they know, recognize obviously. if I'm, if you're not. If you're oppressed, I'm oppressed. Yep. If anyone's oppressed, we're all oppressed. I think that's why you see a lot of women backing yep. it as well, because they're like, you know what? <laughs> yeah. Let's we get it too a little yeah. bit. Like, yeah. not as large of a scale, but... But they're... Yeah. Yeah. If anyone is able to be oppressed, there will all will be always be oppression. Yeah. So, I said it's kind of like a... It's a ripple effect. Yeah. So, right now, yes, it looks like everyone is focusing on the black community, but it ripples to LGBTQ, to Hispanics, to indigenous people, to mm-hmm. women. It so it's fine. Okay. <laughs> what we're Stop trying is- to change the subject. <laughs> yeah. Stop deflecting. This is good. Change is good. Well, I, I don't think we're speaking to anybody. Everybody who's in those groups I, know. I think understands. Or I at know. least it's the people that are in those groups that are fighting it so hard, which I think is yeah. funny. <laughs> I just want all of you, if people are sliding into your DMs with this BS to just know you're not alone. <laughs> you're not alone. And we can, you know, you're not gonna change people's minds overnight. That's because I do learning. know several of our listeners, um, I have seen how active they are and how much they're using their voice. Which um, is amazing. Yeah, my friend Kat just posted something today that said, if you don't want to work with me because of my political voice, there's a good chance I also don't want to work with you. Yeah. And I was like, oh, snap. Well, that was the thing that my mom was saying, you know, Sierra, um, no offense, mom, sorry, I love you so much. <laughs> but she's like, Sierra, you got to watch, you know, because what if somebody who really loves like Trump and things like that sees what you post because I'm going into real estate? She's like, and then they don't want you. And I'm like, that's fine. I, they can take they can find somebody who will fit their needs. Honestly, if we're not going to be a good match, then I probably don't want it either. Yeah. And money is not the most important thing to me right. my morals are my values are right. like that it's not even political beliefs at this point anymore it's just well the majority didn't want trump anyway okay yeah. so yeah. <laughs> the system voted him in not the majority so. so i think we all yeah we'll be all right um but yeah we did want we did not want june to end without highlighting the lgbtq community and we want to also um what a long intro i know <laughs> thank you guys for being here um <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> we also want to make note that we are two cisgendered straight women. Yeah. Do not. Um, we empathize. Yeah. But we cannot ever understand. So, so we wanted to speak on it, but not speak for it. So we're using a lot of um, sources and websites and other people's words. words. We can't speak from experience here. No. So what we did is... Um, we want this to be kind of informational and inspirational. So yeah. we have some basic questions because we think it's important to educate ourselves and other people yeah. on what what is the LGBTQ community? What do the letters stand for? Because I think people can hide behind ignorance sometimes. A common thing is to just joke about the letters. Say whatever yeah. letters you want because, you know, oh my gosh, they've got so many. They stand for something and they're yeah. important. And I understand that we want to strip labels from a lot of stuff, but labels are also important to help people feel a sense of community. Yeah. So 
they the letters are important and it's important to know what they are it's important to highlight them um and those little jokes like we've been saying for the micro racism but it's micro oppression in little ways making those little jokes just makes it okay for people to make bigger jokes and then for people to be just downright hateful you right. gotta stop it at the stores a yeah. little bit because those jokes Let's be real. They're not that funny anyways. So they're not. They're certainly not original. No, they're not original. They're not really funny. Um, Why are we still doing it? (laughs) Why are we still doing it? Right. And you don't want to give and we don't want people to give anyone any reason to feel invalidated. Right. Um, And when you joke about something, you make a mockery of the community itself. So if you are somebody who's done that before quit yeah just (laughs) Just stop stop. and and we're giving you a pass to say oh my gosh i didn't realize i was ignorant yeah now you know i'm sorry i didn't realize what i was doing was hurtful now you know yeah now you don't get to make the excuse anymore and you don't get to tell someone that they need to you know get over it or whatever yeah because you're choosing to be hurtful to somebody and that's right i mean that's your choice but understand that that's the choice you're making you are when you break it down you're choosing a joke yeah over, over somebody's feelings. feelings yeah you are choosing your humor your comfort level of humor over someone else and stop okay it's not even a good joke this has been a psa <laughs> <laughs> um for all you p o s s i was like where are we going <laughs> p- i really had to take a second and think of the letters that was in the <laughs> phrase piece of shit <laughs> Um, so yeah, again, we're going to answer some basic questions. Like we, I said earlier that we are cisgendered. Some people who do listen and maybe find themselves not understanding this community fully could be like, Hey, what the heck is that? Right. (laughs) Um, so we just have like some questions that we're, Sierra is going to answer. And then we also have some, um, coming out tips again. We've never had to do that. Right. But this came from the LGBTQ website. Oh, and one thing I'd like to say about that one more time, because <laughs> we've been talking a lot about privilege, and I know that this is a thing, and white privilege isn't just a thing, privilege in general. Right. Um, your sister actually brought this up, and I guess I never really thought about it, but it is a privilege that we have as straight people yeah. that we've never had to have a conversation about who we love with our parents. We've right. never had to be like, hey, guys, guess what? I like men. Yeah. And like that my was sister has I, a degree in school counseling and she has been such a resource for us yes. because she explains things in a way that she has her master's in school counseling. She has her undergrad in, um, I think drug and alcohol counseling, but anyway, it's very matter. helpful. Counseling just in general. It is so helpful to hear her perspective on things and we really appreciate her knowledge. I don't even know if she listens. But yeah. But <laughs> if you do, we appreciate Shout you. out girl. Thank you so much. <laughs> but yeah, that was something that I had never even thought about. I'm like, wow, I've never had to have a conversation. And that's a hard conversation to have. Yeah. Whether you have accepting parents or not. I mean, even if you have family that you think are going to be accepting you don't know until that moment right. when you tell them. And that has to be, I can't even imagine how hard that is yeah. for some people. Yeah. But that's just what, oh, so before we get into it, I was going to say that I got um, a lot of education for me from Wikipedia. Like I said, a lot of different sources on there. I got it from Britannica and from um, freedomforallamericans.org. So that's a good site too. Okay. Go ahead and ask, ask away. So. Why is June Pride Month? Okay, this is what I found. 
The organized pursuit of gay rights in the United States reaches back to at least 1924 and the founding of the Society of Human Rights in Chicago by Henry Gerber. But the event that catalyzed the gay rights movement came in June of 1969, this is Stonewall, in New York City's Greenwich Village at the Stonewall Inn. So I'll give you a little bit of background on that. But Is it Greenwich or Greenwich? This says it's spelled green witch, like sandwich, but green witch. Okay, I buy it. Maybe it's probably Greenwich. No, I don't trust me. There there <laughs> might be two different places. I don't know. I honestly have no idea. Remember how good we are at geography, guys? <laughs> this is listen, I'm just reading it off of the website. So if it's wrong, if it's spelled wrong, it's not me. Um, in the early morning hours of June 28th, police raided this popular gathering place for young gay men, lesbians, bisexuals, and transgender people, arresting the employees for selling liquor without a license, and while doing so, roughing up many of the patrons while they cleared out the bar. Outside, the crowd that watched the bar's patrons being herded into, into the police vans became enraged. Whereas previous witnesses to police harassment of members of the LGBTQ community have stood by passively, this time the crowd went crazy. Nuts. They started jeering the police, throwing coins and debris at them, and they forced so much so they forced the police to barricade themselves back in the bar to wait for backup. I wish the word coins wasn't used because now it seems like just little... (laughs) Especially like after hearing that bricks were being thrown right. and rubber bullets. And if you ever seen a freaking rubber bullet, they are giant. But think about how hard you could throw a quarter and like just freaking nail somebody oh right gosh. in the face. Do you ever play Knuckles? Yes. You played that with me and you were mean about it. You made my win. shit bleed. Yeah, okay. So if I was <laughs> if I was like Avatar flinging some quarters. All you right. could definitely hurt somebody. Do some damage. Um so Meanwhile, some 400 people started rioting, burning things, whatnot. Although police reinforcements dispersed the crowd, riots waned and waxed outside the bar for the next five days. And these Stonewall riots, also called the Stonewall Uprising, provided the spark that ignited the gay rights movement in the United States. Four years prior to the Stonewall riots, gay rights activists had staged an annual reminder. So this was what I talked about earlier, where they would go and they'd have to wear suits and whatever. Ridiculous. But the next year, um, for June 28th, 1970, they um, decided to do the first anniversary of the Stonewall riots march. And they named it the Christopher Street Liberation Day March, after the street that was the epicenter of New York City's gay community and from which the procession originated. So at first, the slogan for it was gay power. Mm -hmm. But um, it was argued that the movement had yet to be politically empowered, but its members felt great pride in their sexual identity. Thus, it was decided that the march's theme from that on out would be gay pride. Sources differ as to the exact number of people who ultimately participated in the march. When I read this earlier, I got so emotional. I don't oh, know why. My nose is tingling like I want to cry. I know. And all I feel is like hugging I know. someone. <laughs> so estimated. Um, okay. So at first what happened was at the very beginning, there was a few hundred marchers. By the end later, however, by the time the march ended, 51 blocks north of Central Park Sheep Meadows, there were up to 20,000 people marching with them. Ugh, sorry. <laughs> um, individuals joined the procession en route in solidarity, and they were chanting, say it clear, say it loud, gay is good, gay is proud. Aww. I know. 
That's beautiful. Yeah. See, again, something I had never known until I looked this up. So I'm so glad we did these questions because I'm like, that is beautiful. I love that. I've never known that. And that made me like I have goosebumps right now. My hair is sticking up on my arms. And I've read this four times. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. I love hearing that. So I know that um, LGBTQ plus, I think I just saw somewhere it was LGBTQ IA or AI. Yeah, there's, well, if you look at the plus, if you go farther, there's like a lot more that yeah. goes after it. But I know there is it an didn't IA. Re- it didn't start as, I think it was just LGBT. Yes. And then uh, they started adding on um, as people began identifying as different things. Yeah. And again, how I mentioned earlier, there was this push to get rid of labels for things. And so I, I feel like that can be confusing sometimes where people are like, these are labels, right? But you don't want labels. Yeah. But But it is a way to self identify and feel like you have a home. Yes. Because when you feel like you don't land anywhere, it can be, you just feel like you're outside and you don't feel like you relate to anyone. And that can be really isolating and really lonely and you can feel wrong and broken. Same thing. Um, when, okay, so I'm going to tell a story and Shane, if you don't want me to tell the story, you can just cut this whole thing out. That's why I paused. But so Shane had a lot of anxiety Mm -hmm. and before he knew he had anxiety, it, his depression just was like crippling him. Yeah. And he had a lot of trouble in social situations. I thought he had Asperger's. Yeah. Like I've mentioned before, I have a history, not a history, I have a background in special education. And he checked so many boxes of it. And even though we've never had him clinically diagnosed, we've never had him like looked at by a doctor, when he looked at, uh, which Asperger's no longer exists as um, a diagnosis, but when he looked at what certain things kind of fit someone with Asperger's and how someone might act if they had it. He was like, oh my gosh, this makes me feel so much better. Yeah. Now I don't feel weird. Now I don't feel broken. Now uh, now I feel like this explains why I feel the way that I do, why I can't make eye contact, why I have trouble um, fitting into different crowds or why I get quiet when I'm in big groups of people. So having some place to feel like, oh my gosh, I do fit into this yeah instead of just what the societal norms are can be really helpful it is liberating yeah yeah i don't have any experience with like the lgbtq community but i the same thing with like mental health things when you figure out that you're not broken and that there's so many people out there that are the same as you and like that you just this is the way that you live and that's okay and whatever it was awesome that was very it was awesome I, before the next question is explaining what the letters stand for. Yeah. Um, but before we get into that, what we just kind of were saying reminded me we just listened to um, our church's podcast from two weeks ago, and our pastor kind of like took a break. He didn't take a break, he just amplified um, another pastor. And this pastor wrote the book called The Third Option. Mm hmm. And I don't have his name on me off the top of my head, um, but he was essentially talking about in groups and out groups and how you have your in group. And in your in group, you're more likely to understand them. You're more likely to 
assume the best of them. You're more likely to associate with them, communicate with them because you see yourself in them. Right. And I think sometimes people look at the LGBTQ community and think of them as their out group. Yeah. Because I'm not in it. Yeah. So I don't understand. But what you and I just were saying by saying like, we need somewhere to land. We need someone to understand us. We want a group to call home. That makes us in with them. Right. Yeah. In a different way. But that's it it humanizes yeah. everyone. And yeah. I think that's important. And it's important again for the black community to find ways to make other people in your in group. Yeah. Allies, baby. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Okay, All about so tell LGBTQ. me TQ. Yeah. Okay, so it started out LGBT, like you said, and that stood for lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender. Okay. They added the Q on, um, which it stands for questioning, which is just kind of, you know, like... I heard eh, that... Maybe. I thought that it was questioning, but I'd heard that it stood for something else. There are two Qs oh, okay. now, but I do not... Oh, the other one is queer. Oh, okay, okay. Um, But when I didn't get... I don't think I have all of the letters. Like I said, there are so many. But the plus stands for other sexual identities such as pansexual, asexual, omnisexual. Um, it says it's the acceptive and inclusive way to refer to the queer community who can be grouped by one common theme, the fact they don't identify as straight or cisgender. So I was going to go in and try to find all and explain them. But then I know those are a lot of like big words. Like I'm not even sure if I know what omnisexual is, to yeah. be honest. But I'm again, I'm learning. And... Number one, when I was doing this, I did not want to speak on something that I didn't 100% know about. Right. I try to really pride myself on that. Like, I don't want to speak on something if I'm not fully sure. And number two, this is important. Same thing we've said with the black community. If you're questioning it as well and you want to know, like, oh, what's that? Or I didn't know you could be, you know, gender fluid or whatever. And a lot of things. Um, don't pick a token lgbtq member and right. make them your personal you know dictionary yeah you can go google is free we all have it on our little yeah. pocket computers we carry <laughs> around so just google it there's so much information on there if you want to go look for it and that way um because i don't ever want anybody to mistake me like my ignorance for being insensitive which is why i didn't want right. to go into it talking like i knew about it if i didn't but at right. least i could say the letters that i did know about yeah. And, you know, because um, I was reading over some of the letters to my past self, which they're not letters. They're just kind of like messages. They're, some of them are really quick. But in one of them, it talked about being aromantic. And I was like, what the heck is aromantic? Yeah. And as I was reading about it, I was like, I can think of so many people. Yes. Off the top of my head that I feel. And again, don't put people in boxes. It is not your job to do that. But there are so many people that I felt like I think that they would identify with this. Yeah. Or based on their romantic history or based on just how I see them like living their life. And again, maybe they would read it and be like, nope, nice try. Right. <laughs> but I thought, what a beautiful thing to have for someone to read and be like oh my gosh that explains so much right um but yeah that's there's so many i think people get annoyed by how many letters there are but why yeah what is that <gasps> why and again they shorten it for you they put the plus sign on it so you don't have to write it out yeah or it's say not it. it's not pie we're not asking you to memorize <laughs> 3.14 
We're just saying this isn't just exclusive to LGBTQ, right? You know, there's so many more and they fit in with those two. And the LGBTQ community, as far as I've seen, has been very accepting to all of those. Like, come, let's go, go to Pride with me. I mean, they don't care. I've been to Pride before and it's so fun. I would love to go. We should go. Because the one time I went, I believe it was in Columbus. Yeah. It was so fun. I am obsessed with clothes oh yeah it's a problem for me it's a problem for my closet Mm -hmm. okay and that's why i'm so excited to be sharing newly with our audience because newly is a way to try out trendy styles colors silhouettes all different kinds of things that maybe you've been interested in but are like gonna make your bank cry Mm -hmm. now you can rent them for a period of time and then you just ship them back for just 98 dollars a month you get your choice of any six styles each month access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing that's another beautiful thing Mm -hmm. because a lot of places may not have options for everyone and this has so much diversity not only in the brands that they offer but also they have fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus the option to buy what you love. It's fun, it's sustainable, and you can save because you get to try out a bunch of stuff that you like or maybe you're like, I don't know, maybe I would like this. And then you get it and you're like, I I don't think that's for me. But there's no commitment to buy it unless you really do love it. And you're like, you actually can't have this back, Newly. I'm keeping it. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off of your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code tangents 20 just go to n-u-u-l-y.com that's newly with two u's and enter the code tangents 20 and sign up to get 20 dollars off your first month that's n-u-u-l-y.com newly with two u's with code tangents 20 newly subscription clothing rental change your clothes do you think seeing a therapist or psychiatrist would be helpful but you don't have the time to actually find one and meet with them or afford them? Try Talkspace. By doing everything online, Talkspace has made getting the help you want easy, accessible, and affordable. Honestly, a lot of times you make that appointment at your appointment you already have. I don't know when I'm going to schedule my breakdown. I don't know when I'm going to need to talk to somebody. And with Talkspace, it's so nice because you can send messages to your therapist so you don't have to wait for your next session. Talkspace therapists can help with any specific challenges that you might be facing. And it's the number one online therapy platform with licensed therapists in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, substance abuse, relationship issues, so much more. Plus, therapy can help you find the tools to cope in difficult times and just be a guiding light. So like maybe you're not going through something really intense, but you just have like, I don't know, a work issue or something going on with a friend of yours that you just need an outsider's perspective and Talkspace is amazing for that. They also are in network with most major insurers so check in on that. Yeah, absolutely. If you got it. Plus, as a listener of this podcast, you'll get $80 off of your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash tangents and enter promo code SPACE80. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash tangents and enter promo code SPACE80 to get $80 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash Tangents, promo code SPACE80. Ladies and Tangents is sponsored by Claritin. Luckily for those that live with symptoms of allergies, you can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin-D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine 
and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. I will tell you, it's so funny because in my household, Corey recently was like, I think I'm getting a cold. I'm getting a cold. I'm getting another cold. I'm like, hey, babe, I think you have allergies. I think maybe you just need to pop one of these pills. And guess what? All of his symptoms went away. I'm like, "Mm, I don't think it's a virus. I think it's just weeds. (laughs) And I also know that whenever I go to Sierra's house, my allergies kick into place because of a certain pet. (laughs) So true. And thankfully, I'm able to enjoy all my time there. Now, just after I take little Claritin D, clears me right up. All my (laughs) symptoms are just like, what cat? (laughs) Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. Get non-drowsy relief for allergy symptoms with Claritin D. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful release is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Spring vibes are in the air. And when you bring in some of the beautiful flowers that are blooming around your house, you probably want to smell them and not your litter box. Mm-hmm. Thanks to Pretty Litter, you can. Seriously, nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. And I'm serious when I say that the, whatever magic is in those crystals, I cannot smell anytime. My cat will literally poop right next to me, and I don't realize that she did it until I hear her litter box start going. It's lightweight, low dust, and one six-pound bag works for up to a month. Pretty Litter's crystals also change color to indicate early signs of potential illnesses in your cat, like urinary tract infections, kidney issues, and so much more. Which is super helpful since cats can't talk, and that's important information to have. (laughs) So true. And if that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to your door. I know, because whenever I go over to Sierra's, it's there. (laughs) have some. Seriously, but it's so nice because I don't have to change it as much as normal, but I still have some on deck then whenever I do need it. And you won't run out and you don't have to go to the store and carry around a giant thing of litter. Go to prettylitter.com slash tangents to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. That's prettylitter.com slash tangents to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. Prettylitter.com slash tangents. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What is the most important thing to you when it comes to menstrual care? Um, I would say probably not having to worry about leaking, going about mm. my day, and not worrying about having to run to the bathroom when you feel that, oh, what's, <laughs> what's going on? Uh, I think I'd agree. Yeah. And that's why we're excited to tell you about Flex. If you want a period product that looks out for your body, your lifestyle, and the planet, you've got to try Flex. There's the Flex Disc, which is a one-time-use menstrual disc that fits perfectly inside your body. It's not a cup, and it's better than a tampon. It's unlike any period product you've ever seen before. One Flex Disc can be worn for up to 12 hours, and it holds as much flow as three super tampons. Plus, you can wear it for mess-free period sex. Yes, my white sheets love that for me. (laughs) Flex discs also create 60% less waste compared to pads and tampons. So they are planet friendly. And if you want to go with zero waste and have the planet love you even more, you can pick up the Flex Cup, a reusable menstrual cup that Cosmo rated number one. The patented pull tab makes Flex the only cup on the market that removes like a tampon. It's so easy. You already know how to use it. 
And you won't lose it. Yes, which is very important. It's also disability friendly and made with beginners in mind. So when I say like this is easier to use than tampons, I really truly believe that. Well, this beginner is grateful for that. (laughs) Yes. It's also velvety soft and completely body safe and it lasts for years. So say goodbye to cramps, put sex back on the table, and lend Mother Nature a hand. Go to flexfits.com slash tangents and use code tangents for 20% off flex disc starter kits. Or 10% off your first flex cup. Plus, you get free U.S. shipping. That's code tangents at flexfitscom slash tangents. Yeah, oh, my gosh. Oh. Um, you know, I- I'm going to say another probably polarizing statement i'm not a huge taylor swift fan <laughs> no okay i you i know wasn't a i huge... knew you were trouble when you walked <laughs> get out so shame on me get out <laughs> don't let the door hit you i'm sorry okay. I um i wasn't a huge taylor swift fan and it was because i thought she pandered a lot yeah i thought that she Something that bothers me terribly is when people sit on the fence. Yeah. Okay. Which we were doing. <laughs> we weren't sitting on the fence necessarily <laughs> because we had a, we had a, I guess, yeah, we were sitting yeah. on the fence. But we're not anymore. We're not anymore. We're well, off we the fence. Off. Because we weren't, nece- we were on the fence in the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To not in real life. Else, yeah. To no. anyone else who spoke to us, to anyone else who had access to our social media, I always felt like it was very clear. Yeah, where we stood. Where we stood. Yeah. Um, but when you have a platform, and that's why when this happened, you and I were like, we can't sit on the fence anymore. Nope. This, Or we can't hide yeah. anymore. Um, it bothered me that I felt that she had such a huge following mm-hmm. and she never came out politically one way or another. Yeah. And I know some people think it's not the job of a celebrity to come out and be political, but you have a voice. Yeah. And people look up to you and people's eyes are on you. Yeah. And she never just said one way or another. And not that she needs to come out and back a, a political party you know she needs to come out and say i'm supporting this specific candidate right but that's coming, not what we're saying at all right coming out and saying i support the rights of certain people yeah. or of all people of everybody yeah um that is huge yeah and so recently i saw a video where she said she got her census in the mail and it had two genders on it male and female and she's like that needs to change Ooh. and i was like yes that's amazing thank you taylor and and her song, what was the song that she just put out that I'm obsessed with? I don't know. I don't, I'm not a fan of her music. <laughs> Hold on. It's so good because she had so many, but it was, it was about that. Oh, it, um, she had, the video's in a trailer park, yes. right? And it was, um, oh my gosh. She had a lot of drag, like drag queens were in it. It was so cool. I loved that video. People who love Taylor Swift are yelling so, right now at so us. So sorry. Um, I'm looking it up because I know that her first song was uh, with Brendan Urie, who I didn't know was pansexual. Oh, really? Yeah. Which nice. uh, did I, mean, I say Brandon already... again? It's Brendan. Yeah. What did I say? You need to calm down. Sorry, that's yes. what the song is called. Yes. <laughs> I almost said, "Why are you mad?" <laughs> that's what it was called. Why are you mad? <laughs> <laughs> that should be a lyric in the song. But yeah, I did. I 
did appreciate and I did like that she finally like said this is who I am and this is what I stand for. I'm going to go off on a little bit of a tangent because like this wasn't this one. Are we <laughs> tangenting on our tangent? This is a tangent tree. It is. But in that video, I loved it because I never knew this fact, but she's got a picture and it's a quote that Cher says. And I guess Cher's mom said, honey, you need to just like simmer down and marry a rich man. And she goes, mom, I am a rich man. <laughs> I'm like, <"Fuck> yes. yes, Cher. <laughs> Hell yeah, it Cher. was amazing. So there's a picture of Cher, and I think it says, I am a, or Mom, I am a rich man, or something like that yeah. in the video. And I, when I saw that, I was like, what is that? And I had to look in the background, and I was like, that's freaking amazing. Yeah, that whole video is really good. So I will good. say, okay, I did listen to that. I listened to the one with Brendan Urie, um, just because I love Panic at the Disco, and I think he is one of the most talented people in He's the history of all amazing. time. Oh my God, and Death of a Bachelor. I love that. Oh, episode. did you see him do um, Under Pressure with Jimmy Fallon? Mm hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. I gave birth to that song. Oh my God. <laughs> Listen to it a thousand times. He did so good. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay. So, why is the rainbow used as a symbol for pride? Oh, okay. I loved, I loved this question. And I guess the whole entire LGBTQ plus community. Yeah. So, it goes back to 1978 when the artist Gilbert Baker, an openly gay man and a drag queen, designed the first rainbow flag. Baker later revealed that he was urged by Harvey Milk, which I've never seen that movie and I want to. Oh, yeah. Wasn't yeah. he a politician? He was one of the An first openly gay elected officials in the U.S. Love back it. when it was like not okay to be out. Yeah. Which is amazing. Um, and so... He was urged by Harvey Milk to create a symbol of pride for the gay community. Baker decided to make that symbol a flag because he saw flags as the most powerful symbol of pride. As he later said in an interview, our job as gay people was to come out, to be visible, to live in the truth. As I say, to get out of the, to get out of the lie. A flag really fit that mission because that's a way of proclaiming your visibility of saying, this is who I am. Um, Baker saw the rainbow as a natural flag from the sky, so he adopted eight colors for the stripes, each color with its own meaning. Hot pink for sex, red for life, orange for healing, yellow for sunlight, green for nature, turquoise for art, indigo for harmony, and violet for spirit. I love that. I know. Um, but because of production issues when they were making the flag, the pink and the turquoise stripes were removed and indigo was repaired replaced by basic blue because of whatever right. but um it resulted in the contemporary contemporary six striped flag that we have now red orange yellow green blue violet roji biv yep <laughs> yep um more letters for you <laughs> yes um is that all i have on that says today this is the most common variant of the rainbow flag with the red stripe on top as in a natural rainbow the various colors came to reflect both the immense diversity and the unity of the lgbtq community Community. I love that. I know. I love these, that. I'm so glad you ask all these questions because I was like, I'm so, I'm so happy I'm learning this. I always like, I pro no, I couldn't answer the questions in the way that like they're actually supposed to be answered. Mm -hmm. But I think I could guess close to. But I don't want to guess. I right. want to know, and yeah. I want other people to know and be like, oh my gosh, what a fun factoid, right? And you know, that's why I wanted to ask them because I think <laughs> if I'm asking them. There are questions that other people have as well. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's what we're are here for. L&T, we're your Snapple facts, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we got you. Welcome. Um, one of the ones that 
I wanted to talk about too is what does it mean when someone says blank passing? Um, oh, I do have a little bit on that. Actually, I said I didn't, but I have a little bit. Do you want to share? I was just going to say there was, well, you get passing privilege. Um, and this, this that I found was referring specifically to transgender people. Right. So it's the ability to be correctly perceived as the gender they identify with and as and beyond that to not be perceived as transgender on top of that. They call that cis passing? I believe so. I don't know. So if you're cisgendered, that means that you identify as the gender you were assigned at birth. Yes. Right. I believe that's correct. And so when you're cis passing, that means... um, So if you were born male and then transitioned to female, someone would... look at you and have no idea that you were born male. Um, Nikki Tutorials, I don't know if you guys uh, are familiar with her. She's a a huge YouTuber. If you listen to us and don't know her, like, what are you doing? (laughs) Um, We are no one. But (laughs) she just was forced to come out. Someone blackmailed her. Oh, I hate that. Um, But I would have never known. Yeah. So... Uh, I don't know if she identifies as this, but in my mind, someone who would be cis passing because I, I personally didn't question her gender. Yeah. Um, that was someone who came to mind. And why that is such a big deal is because trans people who aren't perceived as being transgender experience significantly less harassment than trans people who are visibly transgendered. Right. So it's it's a rough thing to deal with for a whole lot of reasons. There was a woman working at Target and I knew that she had been born male Mm -hmm. and I'm saying she because of how she was dressed I don't know if her preferred pronoun was something else right um so I apologize to this person if I'm getting her pronoun wrong but I I get emotional every time I think about it because um she was wearing a blue wig and I, you, you can tell when wigs are wigs sometimes. Sometimes yeah. you can't tell because you're like, dang, that's a good freaking wig. Right. <laughs> but there are certain wigs that you just know that that's a wig. And, yeah. and I knew that, that she was wearing a wig. And um, I don't know where she was at in her transition. If she intended to fully transition, I don't know. Um, but she was wearing a woman's sweater. And she, you could tell that she had... Um, been shaving yeah so you could tell that at one point she had facial hair and but she her makeup was so beautiful and i wanted to thank her yeah and that's all i can and i'm so i it's something i regret to this day not looking at her and saying you're beautiful thank you yeah um because but again i didn't know like right. i don't know what to <laughs> say i don't know if people want to be addressed or if they just want me to like carry on and act like nothing right. i don't know um but I just thought if my son yeah. at any point in time feels I don't identify as in this body. Yeah, this yeah. Uh, they got it wrong. Something something doesn't feel right. Um, I love that there was somebody who my son could have seen yeah. and thought I could do that too. Yeah, absolutely. And it was just I think about her all the time. Oh, I love all that. All the time. Yeah, I love that. That's exactly what it is too. I think that all the time it's not it shouldn't be something that you look at and think wow you're so strong but the things that they have to go through on a daily basis right and that was my thought was yeah 
I know that not everyone is accepting and yeah. open-minded as me and my family. Right. And so I can't imagine someone else coming through this aisle yeah. with with her working as a checkout person yeah. and having someone else have the opportunity to be cruel. Yeah. I, yeah. The thought of that was... That's why I guess yeah you're right I jumped to the you're so brave yeah, because but that is yeah because people are hurtful and people are rude and it's freaking 2020 and we need to cut the shit out yeah. because there's no reason for it right and because I know that nobody I'm hoping that nobody that listens to this would be that person but be the person who calls out those people because that's yeah. what I've been trying to do and, and I refuse to let anybody be hateful to anybody right and not say a word about it anymore. Even even jokes. Yeah, no, absolutely not. And even if you were someone who previously laughed at them, you don't have to be someone who continues to laugh. Yeah, exactly. You can decide at any point in time, I no longer want to participate in this kind of speech. That's it, exactly. So I just wanted to talk about passing because we mentioned privilege of just being, you know, like straight. Right. Um, or cisgendered. And I just wanted to bring that up, that there is a privilege in being just passing. Because I, I don't know if this is another version of passing, but being someone who identifies as gay or bisexual or queer, but looks like they're straight. Yeah, because that's another thing I think that in... Well, this is like a thing Which that is I weird think, that you can just like look straight. But. Right, but I think it's a thing that we've been like... Um, it's been ingrained in us through the medium, whatever, that like if you're a gay man, somehow you're femme. Or, yeah. you know... Or if you're a lesbian, you're yeah. butch. Yeah, exactly, yeah. which doesn't have to be like that, very obviously. So when the, we see that and we're like, oh you're gay that it's like, why yeah. do we think that yeah. but i think it's just because of what is portrayed to us I and think shown to us those are the kind of labels that i was talking about earlier that yeah. are harmful the butch yes. the femme the um tiktok's really opening my eyes yes. <laughs> so much. you know and what we it. did not give tiktok enough credit but we're here and now we're fans okay yeah, it's i almost said stan eyes. i don't know what that means <laughs> still to come is us talking about words we don't know <laughs> Yeah. But um, the last one I think that we had was just talking about um, some legislation that still yeah. is preventing people from the LGBTQ plus community from having equal rights. So here's the problem with that question was when I Googled it, There's actual, <laughs> actual um, like legislation came up that I had to click on and I can't read those documents. I, feel I you. barely know what a bill and a law is, what the difference is. And we even, learned that in elementary even school. Even though that little rolled up paper sang it to me. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I still have a hard time. So I found the biggest one, um, which is the, and I cannot believe that this is even real, but let me go to the website that I was on. So the Freedom for All Americans website has this, but basically in 27 states, now, today, there are no explicit statewide laws protecting people from discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation or gender identity in employment, housing, and public accommodations, which is insane. Here's the states. Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, Idaho, Indiana, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Michigan, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, North Carolina, North Dakota, Ohio. What? Uh-huh. I know I was pissed when I saw that. 
Oklahoma, Pennsylvania, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, West Virginia, and Wyoming. And what that means I is I was that shocked at how many you were saying, and then I realized technically that's over half. 27. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So when it I It sounded was, like you were just singing the <laughs> song of the state. I love it. <laughs> right. Um, but so basically in those states, there is no laws saying that people cannot be denied housing, people cannot be denied employment, people cannot be denied like basic going into certain bathrooms or whatever based on who they are or right. who they love, which is absolutely insane. Yeah. However, in 2019, the Equality Act is a bill that the United States is trying to pass. And if it is passed, it would amend the, the Civil Rights Act to prohibit discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation and gender in employment, housing, public accommodations, public education, federal funding, credit, and the jury system. So as of 2020, um, oh, now there's 29 states that have not outlawed it, but two of them have like certain i think it's utah and something else have like weird laws so it doesn't fit in with the ones i said but they're not 100 percent open um so what this act would do was it would seek to remedy the lack of protection applying existing state anti-lgbt discrimination laws nationwide it would be a federal law yeah um it did pass the House in 2019. It has not passed the Senate yet. Who's shocked by that? Right. <laughs> so that so that's a problem. But hopefully, we will see that in the next year. God, I hope <laughs> that that's because it's absolutely insane to me. Speaking for Ohio, Dewine, baby, <laughs> what's up? Let's freaking make Honey, some moves, okay? You have been stepping it up, my <laughs> Republican king. Okay, I am you, I am so proud of you. Yes. For for what you've been doing with this pandemic, I'm so proud of you for speaking out about the Black Lives Matter movement. Yep. Let's keep it going. Let's roll this shit. Let's go. <laughs> Let's keep it going. Okay. Um, the other thing is, and I couldn't believe this because I knew it's been recently, but I can't believe that the marriage thing was 2015. Yes. June 26th. Yes. Because I looked at that, which I thought was awesome because it was right by, pre- but still 2015. If that does not blow our ever-loving effing minds that people in this country weren't allowed to get married because of who they loved in 2015, that's insane. Yes. What are we doing? Yes. Also, the fact that they can still get discriminated against. What are we doing, people? This right. has nothing to do with religion. Stop it. This has nothing to do with anything other than we're these people are human beings and need to be treated as such. So get your heads out of your asses. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Come on. Do you need to hear us say please? Yeah, I won't. You, I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> well, the DMs want us to be peaceful and okay. nice. And guess what? Peaceful doesn't do shit. Ask Stonewall. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so there's that. Um, okay. So those were kind of our basic questions. Obviously, there's way more to learn about the LGBTQ plus community. But those were just kind of like... Um, I felt like my top five, yeah. like jumping off kind of things. And they were awesome because it was things that I was like, yeah, I know the answer to this. And I, when I looked yeah, it up, I honestly didn't. Same. So. I almost felt like bad sending those questions. Yeah. I did not know why June was Pride Month. I kind of guessed it had because to do with Stonewall, Stonewall. Yeah. but I didn't know for sure. Um, I actually didn't know anything about Marsh P. Johnson before. Yeah. Um, so that was information for me as well. Yeah. But yeah, I'm really happy that I acquired knowledge and I hope our listeners did too. Um, so real quick, I'm going to go through some coming out 
tips. And again, I got this from the LGBT um, EDU site. So this is not from us because, yeah. like we've said, we've never had to come out. No. We don't know what it's like. And this is the part. Um, first part was educational. Yeah. A lot of, lot of talking and tangents in between, but <laughs> there was information. Yeah. Um, but now we don't know who our audience is. We do, but we don't know how far our reach is. We don't know um, who's listening now and or who, who will listen hear this? in the future. Yeah. yeah. Um, and if someone needs to hear any of this, we are so happy to be able to have an opportunity to share yeah. some of this. And we want you. you to know that this is a safe space and yeah. we want, we want to be inclusive and we want you to know that you are, you matter and your life is important and we you love know, you. We love you just exactly how you are. Yeah. Um, number one is be patient with yourself. It's not necessary to tell everyone at once. Mm-hmm. Take your time Two, don't push yourself. Three, start small. It can be easier to start by telling friends than by telling family. Find allies in your family. If you think a brother or sister or cousin will be easier to tell, start there. Yeah, I know when it happened with my cousin that she told us before she told our grandparents because that was one that we didn't know. And my grandparents are such lovely people. Obviously, they didn't. They were accepting. But it is scary with the older generation because you don't know. Right. Even if you think you have the most accepting and open grandparents that time was a different time so that's another thing i want to bring up about jokes is if you're someone who's constantly making jokes without knowing somebody is struggling behind the scenes it can make it very they can automatically assume that you're intolerant of something yes and you're not a safe space for them so then right you know that's so if anything just don't don't put any little nugget of doubt in someone's mind that you won't be there for them, that yeah. you aren't safe for them. Yeah. Um, develop a support network of friends who are accepting and supportive. Be positive when you come out to someone, you set the tone. Again, I don't know what this is like. That could be a very, that to me sounds like a very hard thing to do when yeah. you're scared. Yeah. <laughs> if you're scared about doing it. I know some people are probably really excited yeah. to come out. Other people, terrified ashamed um there's a a lot of emotion that could be you know packed into this so again take these all with a grain of salt and i just want to say this was i know a lot of people want to have that moment but they're also if you know your audience well enough i don't think you'll have to because there was a person that i was good friends with that we went to high school with who i always kind of thought but there was never you know we didn't know and he never came out about it and then you know, we had a, not a falling out, but he went to college and it wasn't a big deal. And the next time I saw him, he was like, hey, this is my husband. And that yeah. was the conversation we had. Yeah. And I didn't have to say anything to him. Like, that was never a moment of coming out. It was just like, this is my husband, me, him. And I was just like, I love you so much. Yeah. But I didn't want to make it, you know, a big thing. But it was awesome. Right. I was so happy because I'm like, I have always wanted to talk about it. and. Right. I'm just so proud that he didn't feel the need to like make it a big thing. He was just like, yep, here it is. This is who I love. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Find resources or get a mentor to talk to. Don't come out in anger or retaliation. Um, I wonder if that's because it's such a huge thing. You don't want any negativity like attached to it. Yeah. That's how I would. I guess understand that one. Be patient with others. Some people take longer to digest the information than others. That would be a very hard thing for me mm-hmm. because 
I would feel uh, unloved yeah. and attacked and um, unaccepted and, and giving people space while you're also being so vulnerable sounds like a challenge that yeah. I can't even imagine. I have never, I'm not going to even try to put myself in the same, like whatever, but I did have to tell people that I was pregnant at a very young age with, and I wasn't in a long-term relationship and yeah. it was a shock for everybody. So I, that's my only thing of being like, I can feel that fear because yeah. that was the scariest thing I've ever had to tell my family in my entire life. Yeah. And at first some people were not accepting of it and they were pissed yeah. and it was like a, f I was so scared, but you know, it does, if you give people time to wrap their heads around it, I think that's a little bit more of an extreme situation than, you know, Hey, this is who I love, but for some right. people it's not. And that's crazy, but right. Uh, realize they may need time to adjust, be firm, identify as lesbian, gay, bisexual, or transgender, or whatever word you use if you're sure. Yeah. I think that, I guess, the, I'm glad I read to the end where it says, if you're sure. Yeah. <laughs> Just because if you don't, if if you don't have a understanding, I feel like that would be tough to communicate it to someone else and have them understand and... um somewhere else in here not maybe not in this but it was just saying like there's no rush yeah to figuring yourself out it's okay yeah absolutely um assess the situation if you're unsure of your own sexual orientation or gender identity find someone who can help support you during this time be aware that different people will have very different responses finding someone who will support you and also allow you to discover your own identity will be very helpful oh. ask lgbt friends to share their coming out stories Refer parents and friends to PFLAG or other resources that might help. Oh, okay. I don't know what PFLAG <laughs> is. It's all Google in capitals. <laughs> Google that. Um, but apparently it's a helpful resource. Yeah. And I think getting online and finding communities like online will help you figure out if you talk to somebody else who has already done it. Again, that's what I did when I was pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> I got on and I was like, hey, I'm young. I'm not married. I wasn't really in a long-term relationship. I have to tell my family, help. <laughs> yeah. People were like, this is how I did it. Just sit them down. You know, they gave me a bunch of really good tips and was like, expect it to not be great right away, but let them simmer down and come to you then. And yeah. that's what I did. And so... That's the last one says, be prepared for different types of reactions. Yeah, it'll happen. Something that I... My husband is was talking to me the other day about... I think I might talk to someone about something and obviously I'm not going to tell you guys what it is because I have secrets, <laughs> <laughs> but I was saying to him, okay, before you go into this situation, what is the best case scenario? Right. And he told me, okay, what's the worst case scenario? Yeah. Are you prepared for that, for the worst case scenario to be real? And are you prepared for the best case scenario to not be real? Yeah. Cause if you're okay with not, the best outcome happening and you're okay with the worst thing happening, then it is probably safe for you to proceed. Yeah. But if you're like, it will kill me if the best case scenario or even the next best case scenario doesn't happen. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah. Um, and if hearing the reality might be the most negative thing and it would shatter you, don't do it. Right. Don't do it until you're comfortable your mental health is so, so yeah. important. Yeah, that's um, absolutely right. Get yourself to a 
to a point where you're okay right before you do it and again we're speaking as people who've never had to do this before no (laughs) but um with the thinking of the only things we can assimilate to that is i guess our take on it yeah um and now i just want to share a couple these are going to be hard for me to read out loud i've tried to read them several times but they're letters to my past self and it's just to me, I want to share them, even though you guys are probably like, we've had enough of you talking. <laughs> but again, this is another, I don't know who needs to hear this. Yeah. Um, and I feel that when people are in groups, like the LGBTQ plus community, it's so easy to put everyone in a box and dehumanize them. Yeah. And so sharing things like this, I feel like makes people people again. Yeah. <laughs> And you can maybe hear yourself or identify with something someone's saying, even if, even if you've never had to come out, even if you've never had to transition, even if you've never doubted um, anything about your sexuality or your gender, there is probably something that you've struggled with while growing up that maybe you can connect to. Yeah. And when we have that empathy like that, it's easier for us to see people as people, like you said. Bring them in your in-group. What we freaking should be doing. (laughs) But it's a little harder for some people. Um, this says, Hey Jay, don't worry. Even though there are going to be 10 long years of therapy ahead, hang in there. On the other side are the strength and passion to live a life fuller than you could have ever imagined. In fact, it'll bring you a love so strong that a pandemic can't keep you apart. The future's even brighter than you dreamed. Oh, I've got to cry through these old things. I've already started. <laughs> I'm almost eight months pregnant. Like if I, I'm reading these very slowly because doing it slowly is about the only thing that'll make me not cry. Yeah. Um, dear me, you aren't male or female. You're in between and that's okay. You aren't the only one who feels this way. In fact, there's an actual label and a flag. You aren't alone. Oh, that's so good. I, I loved that one. Yeah. Um, these are all from my uh, my personal favorite resource, BuzzFeed. So <laughs> um, I am not going to read all of them. There's like 21 of them. Um, but I just highlighted a few to go through. I tried to hit as many um, like different variations or different uh, people within the LGBTQ community um, that I could, but if you want to read all of them. Yeah. And I think this is important too, because when you're young, there's so much like looking back at what I could tell myself 10 years from now, and I didn't even have something like this going on with me. Right. Uh, there's so much that I would love to say. So something like this makes me like, you just learn so much. Right. And like the world seems so big and scary when you're that young, that it's like, you have a place. Especially because this next one is to their 11 year old self. Oh my God. Okay. I wish I could tell my 11-year-old self that there weren't that they weren't weird for having a crush on Luna Lovegood and Draco Malfoy. <laughs> yes. They weren't weird for wishing they looked like Han Solo more than Princess Leia. In fact, they are perfect the way they are. Oh, I love that one. I know. I want to give that little 11-year-old a hug. <laughs> yes. And the adult who sent it to themselves. <laughs> no, just the 11-year-old inside of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you will get to transition but you don't need to wait until then to start being happy. Also, don't worry about figuring yourself out 100%. Uncertainty and fluidity isn't a crime. They make you the beautiful person that you are. Oh, love that. Younger me, you're asexual. No, it's not just for plants and small animals. (laughs) It means you're not sexually attracted to anyone. 
you're also a romantic, meaning, oh, you got that already. <laughs> I didn't get it. I didn't know what it was. I had never seen a romantic yeah. before. Um, but essentially, it just means that they don't desire a romantic relationship. Yeah. Not only is this person saying that they're not sexually attracted to people, but they're not chasing the idea of a fairy tale romance. Yeah. They're totally content. And you know what? I think there's so many, not so many, but there are definitely people like that that feel like because we are pushed at such a young age, it's like find love and have a family and this is your life. And if you don't do it this way, you're weird or you're different yeah. and because you're not the, you know, typical get married, have two kids and then live your life, you know? Yeah. So, but you don't have to, That's to be I said, happy. I I can think of so many people who are totally content just living their life and have never been in a relationship, don't ever look like they're going to get in a relationship and are leading totally healthy, happy, fulfilled, yeah. yeah, happy lives. And something when I was reading about it, because I'm like, I do not know what this is, yeah. <laughs> um, was that they there was someone who did feel like a sense of loss, like a sense of grief of I'm never going to feel that fairy tale yeah. fall in love thing. But that, again, was just an ideal and an agenda pushed on them. And, and they don't to fit say, it. Who's to say you can't fall in love with nature or right. fall in love with yourself? Well, they did fall say in love that with a hobby. Right. People who are um, aromantic do feel like platonic familial yeah. love like deeply. Yeah. Um, it doesn't mean that they can't love. It's just like the whole... Disney fairy tale Roman, thing, not for that's that not, Yeah. <laughs> not their vibe. Um, dear younger me, don't let your stubbornness... Stubbornness? <laughs> dear younger me, don't let your stubbornness get in the way of getting help. You have major depression and anxiety, and getting meds to help level out your brain is nothing to be ashamed of. You matter. You are a beautiful, kind soul and deserve happiness. Oh, that one spoke to me. <laughs> I really wanted to share that one because it didn't identify... As anything, it was just like, yeah. Yeah. And that to me was like an in-group moment. Like yep. you can, even if you don't see yourself in the LGBTQ Literally, community. Literally, I was like, I could see me yes. saying that to my younger self. Yeah. Who thought I was just lazy and whatever. Yep. Didn't realize I had super bad depression. Dear me, being bi means one thing. You're attracted to men and women. It doesn't make you less of a man. It doesn't make you a slut. It isn't a phase. You aren't on your way to gay or straight, but instead right where you belong. Oh, God. I know. These are really pushing a button inside. <laughs> Again, this one kind of addresses the whole label thing of what it means to be a man mm -hmm. or slut. Yeah. Because, yeah. But again, if if you needed another example of good label versus bad label. Right. <laughs> there it is. Um, I have like three more. Oh, by the way, and I think it's so weird that you <laughs> that people somehow think because you're attracted to other men that makes you less of a man some of the most menly people i know or manly people yeah. i know are gay men and they are like freaking would not mess with them <laughs> lumberjack type of yeah. let me go cut down a tree right now and i yeah. will build you a house with it like <laughs> i don't know why we have that in our heads but we've got to stop yeah like what that goes back to our gender stereotypes one yes. is like what makes a man a man what it makes a woman a woman stop. yeah Stop attaching that yes. kind of thing. Um, dear younger me, don't listen to what they told you. What they said about homosexuality being a sin is total bullshit. 
After you realize you're a lesbian, I promise your life doesn't end. You're still the same girl with the same interests and same hopes. This will not end you. Oh. I won't lie. It's going to be hard. But the world is a better place now, younger me. Don't try to take your own life. Oh. It always gets better. Damn it. I knew that one was going to get me. Um, so... Uh, that one is hard. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah, one's hard. But the sad thing is, is that's like a huge reality. Yeah, and that's why we want to make it. I, uh, I mean, both of us, especially, but like, I've tried so hard to make it like that. I myself am a safe space because yeah. I've had those feelings, and that was just because of a chemical imbalance. Yeah, <laughs> I can't imagine having to have those feelings because my family doesn't accept me, or I don't accept me. Or because I don't see representation of me. Right. Or just because of who you love. It's so or who you are. It's so crazy to me that we do that still. And it's so gross. The reason I wanted to include that one is because it specifically mentioned religion. Yeah. Um, And as someone who identifies as Christian and someone who was raised in the Catholic Church, I feel a lot of guilt that something that I believe in made someone else feel that. Yeah. Um, and again, I people will take the stance of like, well, I didn't write the Bible. <laughs> I'm not going to get into that whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> but the idea that something, that a God that I believe in, that I know doesn't judge and loves everyone, mm-hmm. literally everyone, full stop, no question, could make someone feel unloved and unaccepted, just breaks my heart and yeah. I never want to be someone um, who makes that true. Yeah, and I don't, if you believe, I feel like you would believe that he doesn't make mistakes. He didn't do that on purpose. He right. didn't make somebody in a way where then they're going against what he wants. Right. Why would he do that? Right. <laughs> so. And actually, if you haven't, if you don't watch Queer Eye, first of all, turn this off right now <laughs> and go watch Queer Eye. Um, their most recent season, I think it's season four, one of the first episodes, they actually um, make over a gay priest. Oh, priest or pastor? I, I don't remember. He is a man of God. How yeah. about that? <laughs> um, but he struggled, and he was married before. He w- he struggled for a very yeah. long time with his identity. Then he was probably a pastor. Cause can't you not get married if you're a priest? Correct. Okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm such a good Christian, um, but I'm not that religious. I just he, uh, maybe things. he wasn't married. I, there were three. I, I I'm getting them mixed up. Sorry, but there are three people in the realm. I think they had an openly gay bishop oh. come on and talk to this man, and they had a trans. Um, again, so sorry, pastor come on and share and um this person again i don't know their preferred pronoun i'll just use they because i'm not sure um they looked at uh the person who's being made over and he was talking about how there was a, a boy in his church who he knew was gay and was just waiting for him to come out and he finally did and uh they're that boy's family was like so grateful that he had someone in the church who made him feel that it was safe enough to come out. And he was just saying like, I wish, I wish, you know, I would have done it sooner. I'm so proud of him. And 
the um, trans person looked at him and was like, would you have told him that he waited too long to come out? And he said, no, never. And they said, then why do you give yourself such a hard time, son of God? And I was like, oh. <laughs> that's not a direct quote, but that's the general gist of what this person was saying. Yeah. And I sobbed right as Shane <laughs> called me and I'm like sobbing. I'm like, this is the most beautiful story. But it was just so such a beautiful thing to see so many people in the church yeah. who were also in the LGBTQ plus community. I love that. It was just worlds that I always wanted to collide. Yeah. Colliding. That's why I loved it. And I let my son watch the circle with me, which I know was not great, but, yeah. but I loved it because Chris was on there and Chris was yes. like and a very openly gay man right. and a very openly Christian man. Yes. And he was like, it's not God loves me. Like yep. whatever. Oh. And I was just like, I love you. <laughs> he was the best. I forgot about the circle. He was amazing. Um, okay. Two more. Dear Kay, invest in relationships. There might come a time when your blood family doesn't understand you or when they stop talking to you altogether. You will need community at that time. That's where your chosen family comes into play. We all come with baggage, but it's easy to deal with when you have someone sitting next to you. Oh, okay, and I would like to say PSA right freaking now. Anybody who's listening whose family is not accepting of them. We're your family now. I'm your family now, baby. We, <laughs> we are your family. We are your family. And we're a freaking dope family to be in, okay? So For real. You have a family with us. Don't ever feel like you can't contact me. Find me on social media. I'll freaking yeah. make sure I will message you every day and make sure you're eating your vegetables and <laughs> drinking enough water. I promise. Like, Don't ever feel like you don't have family. Yeah. Um, that I can't imagine how hard that would be um like i mentioned before we were in uh, abusive relationships mm -hmm. and our family was kind of like we this cannot continue i can't imagine if someone was like i cannot because of who you're with yeah but like i could change the guy i was with right. i can't change the who gender love. that i love right yeah. um last one don't hate yourself too much one day your deepest darkest secret won't cause you pain anymore mom and dad will still love you oh i know um, oh, those are all again, wonderful. I know that that's not the reality for everyone, that there are some people who um, go through really, really horrible situations with their family where they no longer speak to their family or like re relate to their family anymore at all. Um, and that's heartbreaking. But again, we just we don't know who these are going to reach or who needs to hear them. But yeah. we wanted to share them. And we want you to know that it's OK to be yourself. Yes. And love who you want to love. Please do, because you're freaking fabulous. You are freaking fabulous. Oh. God. So, thanks for hanging out for this political chat. Yeah. <laughs> that, again, shouldn't be political, because it should just <laughs> yeah. be a right yeah. and something that we all acknowledge is cool. Like, yeah. I remember we were on our honeymoon, and we stopped at this pizza place in North Carolina outside Asheville, and uh, the bathroom was it i think it had a prince symbol on it oh and yes. it was like this is everyone's bathroom yes. e because that was a time it was during the time that north carolina was like really going really that. saying that yeah. you know we cannot share bathrooms for right. the stupidest reasons ever ridiculous um but they're like if you don't like it you can go somewhere else Love if you don't want to share this bathroom and yes. i'm like i want to share this bathroom <laughs> of course i do <laughs> go pee in the woods if you don't we don't care <laughs> yeah uh, so that's the moral of the story. Go pee in the woods, everybody. Yeah, okay. you know? <laughs>
Happy Pride. Yes. I know it's the last day of June, but we're, we, you know what? We're we still have pride always, all the time. Yeah, we're with you here in spirit, and um, we applaud you guys for being able to kind of not take a back seat, but, you know, just join a different fight for the moment and just yeah. know that we're always with you and... Amplify voices of the oppressed, which you can identify with. Yes, exactly. (laughs) All right. We will see you guys next week. All right. We're out. Goodbye. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, it's Martha Stewart. You know, I spend a lot of time thinking about dirt. At 3 a.m.? At all hours of the day, really. What people don't know is that not all dirt is the same. You need dirt with the right kind of nutrients. New miracle Grow organic raised bed and garden soil is so dense, so full of nutrient-rich, high-quality ingredients. miracle Grow is simply the best. 